We're not people of just duties and regulation. We don't come to church on Friday night just because there's nothing else to do. No, we are hungry and thirsty people. We come because we're going to worship the king. We come because we're going to get our heads anointed with oil and our cups are going to run over. Lord. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, I said hallelujah. hallelujah. I got to watch my time here. So good to be back. I've heard amazing things since the last time I was here. I heard you guys are like on fire. Is that true? Yeah. No, I'm, I heard you guys are like radical. No, your pastor's bragging on you guys all the time. Tell me how awesome you are. We got to get back down here. You guys are about to blow the roof off this place is what I last heard. Might just happen tonight. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. So I, I just, I'm, I'm not going to take long. Obviously, we don't have a, a lot of time. But, you know, what I felt to, to share on tonight was fresh oil. Everybody say fresh oil. You know, last Sunday you might have had fresh oil, but today is Friday, and you can have fresh oil. In fact, you can have fresh oil every single day. It's not confined to a service. No, you can lift up your hands. You can begin to open up your mouth. You can begin to open the Word of God Get in prayer, get in fellowship, begin to commune with the Holy Spirit, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, and be anointed with fresh oil every single day. In fact, I actually encourage you to do just that. Get anointed with fresh oil every day. Everybody say daily. Everybody say stay fresh. Go with me to Psalm 23. Verse 1 through 6. Everybody knows this uh, psalm, but everybody doesn't know how powerful it actually is. Everybody has it on their refrigerator, and that, but that's about it. But this is so powerful. And as I was begin to just meditate on fresh oil and asking the Lord about the, the service tonight, this psalm just jumped in my spirit. So verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Everybody say forever. Hallelujah. We serve a forever God. Who was, who is, and who is to come. Can you say amen? He, the great I am. Praise the Lord. So fresh oil. The, the psalmist said, David, we know that he was a shepherd, right? <clears throat> and this is so powerful because as I was, I begin to, to look up uh, things about uh, sheep. 
This one's mine. And uh, as I begin to look up things, because I'm not a sheep farmer, you know, so I don't really know much about, about sheep farmer. So I don't really know much about, about sheep. So I, I started to look it up. And then what I found is actually, so David was a shepherd. And, and, and back in the day, what they did was every morning they would take some kind of oil mixed with herbs and, and, and frankincense and all kinds of different things like that. And they would dump it and pour it on the sheep's head. And they would pour it down the center of their back. Every morning they would do this to all the sheep. Because what happens is, as the sheep are out during the day, there's all kinds of, there's these flies that come and they try to get inside the nostrils of the sheep. And they actually lay larvae inside the nostrils of the sheep. And if the larvae hatches, the sheep become very sick. And they can actually, they can actually beat their heads to death trying to get the lar- larvae out of their nose once it's hatched. So this oil or this ointment that they would pour over the heads, and they still do this today, but now they use like grease and all kinds of, of crazy stuff. So, but it was a layer of protection that would keep the insects out of the nostrils of the sheep. Now then, there's also something that's called scab disease. And scab disease is some kind of parasite. Well, this, this oil actually keeps this, this, this insect that causes these parasites, it cannot uh, get inside the, the fur and, and get in contact with the skin because of the layer of the oil that, that these sheep were anointed with. And so also, the sheep, when they rub up against each other, they couldn't get in con. They couldn't uh, receive if if another sheep was carrying something. They couldn't uh, receive what they had because they would just rub off each other that layer. And then also, like during the mating season, the males they would go and they would butt heads together. And you know, you've seen it on videos how they ram heads and things like that, right, to show who's boss and all, all that stuff. But they would coat them down so when they hit, they wouldn't make contact. They would just slide off each other. And I begin to think, man, that's so powerful because, you know, of course we get into the presence of God. And just like your pastor was saying, in his presence is fullness of joy. And we come and we get anointed. And, and one thing, like as we're praying, you don't even realize when you're praising the Lord, fresh oil is actually coming down from heaven. The Lord is actually, because he inhabits the praises of his people. So as you begin to praise and worship the Lord, He begins to anoint you with fresh oil. See, praise is actually a weapon. Because the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. So when you begin to worship the Lord, His presence comes into the place, and that anointing comes. And we know that the, the, the oil is always represented of the Holy Ghost, right? It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So the Lord anoints us, we, our praises go up, but I begin to think, so yeah, we anoint, we're fresh oil, but then as I begin to read that about the sheep and how that added a layer of protection, man, and I was like, man, we get anointed, he anoints our heads with oil, our cup runs over, and it's a layer of protection. So when the enemy actually comes and tries to dig a ditch for you, when the enemy comes and actually tries to get his hands on you, when the enemy comes and tries to trap you, he grabs you, but he can't because you're anointed with fresh oil, and you just slip right through and say, can't touch this. 
Can't touch this. Not today, Satan. Right? Isn't that awesome? So he so this is a daily thing that they would do to the, to the sheep and they they still do it of course they use different things and uh like that grease and all kinds of stuff now but back then that's what they would do with the oil. I thought that was so powerful, man. So so everybody say fresh oil. Fresh oil. Say Lord, I, I want fresh oil. I don't want yesterday's oil. I want fresh oil from heaven. Hallelujah. So, you know, I know everybody's been going, everybody's been going, how many went back to school already? Okay, so we went back to school, we're in school mode, work mode, right, we're in all, it's a big transition, we came out of summer, and I've heard powerful testimonies, everything God has done this summer in many of your lives, I know uh, just even the last time we were here, man, it was so, so powerful, and and what God is doing in this church and in every single one of your lives, it's just amazing. You guys are truly in revival right now, which is, it's your, I would say you're a rare breed, okay? Because I know you're hungry and you're thirsty. But see, what happens is the, the enemy would love to come and get you distracted and get you caught up in just the mundane, the day-to-day. We're back in school. We're back to work, taking the kids, drop the kids off, pick them up, got to cook dinner, got to do this, got to do that. I uh, got my friends. I got my schoolwork. And then you lose, you lose sight of, of everything God has placed in your life and done in your heart over summer. So you get distracted. But God wants you to stay fresh full of fresh oil every day. And you got to be careful because even as you've gone back to school, it's important that you choose your friends wisely, that you don't allow people, excuse me, that will come and, and distract you and pull you away from the things of God. But that you say every day when you wake up, you determine in your heart, you make up your mind, I am going to be anointed with fresh oil today. Thank you, Lord, for fresh oil today. That everywhere that I go, even at my school, at my workplace, at the marketplace, that my cup is running over to all my friends, to all my family, to everybody in Fort Pierce. Amen? I had some, like, crazy uh, Thai food. I mean, like, it was epic right before we got here, but it was like level 10 heat. Oh, my gosh. So, um, okay. Woo! Just thought I'd let you know. If I, if I drink 14 bottles of water, that's why. So, you know, like, we need fresh oil every day. Think about your vehicle. I mean, how many have a vehicle that they maintenance and they take care of it and they take it in to get an oil change or you do your own oil changes, right? Because when you do that, it lubes your engine, and it keeps your car running smoothly. It keeps everything functioning. Is that right? So what happens if you don't have any oil in your engine? It's going to break down. It's going to lock up. It's going to get stiff. Things are going to go wrong. So, so the, it's the same with our hearts. We have to allow ourselves and keep our hearts pliable, pliable to the Word of God. What does that mean? God, have your way in me. 
come mold me, shape me, just like your pastors, both of your pastors, how, how they were praying uh, just before service. Lord, come and do whatever you want to do. Come and change my heart. If there's anything in me that offends you, if there's any area of my, my life that's not right or, or that is unpleasing to you, come. Come and change me. Come and show me. I'll make the changes. I'll do whatever needs to be done. But Lord, come and do that work in me. Come and fill me with fresh oil today and he'll come and that's how we have to stay always pliable always ready to change always ready to you know lord come and have your way my life is not my own my life belongs to you so come i'm going to keep my heart pure but i'm going to keep my my heart soft i'm not going to allow things to come in to my life i'm not going to allow things to come in through my eyes through my ears that are going to allow my my i'm not going to allow bitterness i'm not going to allow gossip I'm not going to allow anything that's going to cause my heart to get hard because I want to stay soft. I want to stay pliable. I want to be molded. I want to be more like Jesus every day. So when he anoints you with fresh oil, you'll stay soft. So how do, how do we do that? Man, we have to stay in his presence. We stay in his presence daily. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. So his presence changes everything. So that's why we don't come when we're not just doing a religious service. That's why you see, this is amazing. And, I, and I'm sure you've seen this, Pastor Chris. But you'll be out soul winning and evangelizing. And you'll walk up to somebody or you'll go to somebody's door. And you'll say, hey, I'm, I'm Joshua. I'm, I'm from Pure Church. I just want to let you know we're having service over here. We'd love to have you. Has anybody ever told you how much God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life? I have a church. <laughs> what? No, because I've never, get this, and, and maybe you haven't either, but I've never once had anybody in my entire life Come up to me and say, hey, do you know that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? I never once had that. And if somebody came up to me and said that, I would be hugging him or her. I'd be high-fiving. I'd say, thank you so much. Where, where, what church do you go to? Where are you from? This is so, I'm so glad that you're out here doing this. But religion, man, religion, religion keeps you hard. Religion will keep you bound. Religion will keep you cranky. There's, no, there's nothing fresh about religion. It's stale. It's old. It stinks. And that's what happens. Even, even if you didn't, you know, my pastor tells a story that he went to a, a church one time. And they, he, the pastor asked if he would anoint everybody with oil. So he said, sure, we'll do an anointing service. And so he's going to anoint everybody. He asked for the oil. They brought him the oil. And when he put it, shook the jar, put it out on his hand, as soon as he opened it, gone on his hand, he said it was rancid. It was rancid. It stunk. It was old. It was stale. And that's what religion does. But we're not people of religion. We're people of relationship. We're not people of just duties and regulation. We don't come to church on Friday night just because there's nothing else to do. No, we are hungry and thirsty people. We come because we're going to worship the king. We come because we're going to get our heads anointed with oil and our cups are going to run over. Hallelujah. 
You know, even I have this uh, on the back of my vehicle. I, we have an electric gate. And when I, when I open, for some reason, like after it rains and stuff, if I don't keep the, I don't, what are they called? Like the, sp- not springs, but shocks or whatever it is that opens up the, the back gate. Uh, huh? Yeah, but, you know, it's like the little shock things or whatever. that. The, yeah, the hydraulics or whatever. Hydraulic pump. So uh, I do all my own car work, by the way. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, so, so, I, so what happens if, if I don't, like, put grease on those things, it is the most, it makes the most craziest sound. I mean, I'm talking about it sounds like Jurassic Park. It is absolutely crazy. And when I open that thing up in a parking lot, everybody just stops and looks at me. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is hideous. Because there's no, there's no oil. It's dry. It's stiff. It needs to be lubed up. And that's what happens when you, when you become mundane about the things of God. When you just become like, I'm just going to just come, but I don't really feel like coming and I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to, I don't want to lift my hands. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But if you just stay pliable and say, I don't care what happened this week. I don't care what I may be facing. I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care what my family said. I'm going to come tonight. I'm going to press in. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to worship. I'm going to worship the king because he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. Amen? Fresh oil. Hallelujah. That's why we need the word in the spirit, man. See, a lot of churches, they just have the word, right? But, they're, but that's it. They have the word. So it's a, very, it's a word church, but it's very dry. And, or, and some places have the, uh, the spirit, and it's all kinds of spiritual things, but there's really no word, so things get kind of weird and flaky. We need the word in the spirit. You know, there's a motto that, that my wife and I live by. If, if, you ha- if you're all word, you'll blow up. Oh, excuse me. If you're all word, thank you. If you're all word, you'll dry up. If you're all spirit, you'll blow up. But if you have the word in the spirit, you'll grow up. And when Jesus comes back, you'll go up. So we need the word and the spirit. You guys didn't know I could spit, did you? <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. So we need the word in the spirit because if you just have the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word is like the sun, right? Because it's light. So it's just the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. If, you're, if the sun's always shining, right, and there's never any rain, things just get dry. And in new life, it's impossible for new life to spring up, right? But if you, if you have the word, if you have the sunshine like we do in Florida, but then you have the beautiful rain that comes through to cool everything off in the afternoon, you have palm trees, you have green grass, you, you have everything that we have. There's life that springs up. So we need the word and we need the spirit. We need the word of God, which is our sword, but we need the spirit of God. We need to be anointed and empowered by the Holy Ghost and fire from the youngest child to the oldest saint. Every single one of us, we need to be anointed with fresh oil.
All right, so how's my time? 8.09. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Fast forward. Isaiah 61, 3. The Spirit of the Lord is above me because he has anointed me. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. Somebody say, I'll take that. The oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of our Lord, that he might be glorified. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. That's why your pastor said, this. Uh, you know, the joy started hitting the place already, right after worship. And he said, why is everybody laughing? Because it's joy. It's the oil of joy. The oil of gladness. And so, how do you stay full of fresh oil, you keep your joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10. So what happens? If you lose your joy, you get weak. That's why it's so important that we have a church like this that is presence-based, where we seek the presence of God, where everything, where His presence is more precious than anything. It's not about a person. It's not about a personality. It's about his presence. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. I mean, how many came in here tonight already? You feel lifted. You feel lighter. Look at that. See, that's what his presence does. You, you are being anointed with fresh oil, the oil of joy. And you put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's why when negative thoughts come in your mind, you don't have to take your thought. You just got to say, you know what? You just begin to open up your mouth and praise the Lord. You have to move in the opposite spirit. You can't, you can't take every thought. Every thought that comes into your head is not yours. That's why Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. How do you take the thought? By saying. Take no thought for tomorrow by saying. What are we going to eat? What are we going to do? What do we, no, no, no. When thoughts come, immediately, you put on the garment of praise. You say, oh, no, 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 no. My God shall supply. Oh, you're not going to make rent. We don't have rent this month. No, 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 devil. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. My God is my provider. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not lack any good thing. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, here we go. We're moving. Second, Second Kings. Mm, where should I go? Ooh, 18 minutes. Gosh, it's so good. You know, the word is so powerful, man. Woo. Okay, let's do it. Second Kings, chapter 4, 1 through 6. We're going there. 
No, because we're, we're going out tonight, so I want to share this. Because I, I, if I get to something else, I'll do that. But And we're going out tomorrow. Who's coming tomorrow? Okay, okay, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, it was like, yeah. this side's like really on fire. This side's like, well, it's okay. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., right here, come. We're going to, we, I will, my wife and I, we're going to teach you how to win souls. Everybody can do it. Even the people that think that you can't do it, I promise you, you can do it. You can do it. Come. Okay. One day, the widow of a member of the group of the prophets came to Elijah and cried out, My husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord. But now the creditor has come, threatening to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you? Elijah asked. Tell me, what do you have in your house? She said, Nothing at all except a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elijah said, Borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from the flask into the jars. Set each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing the jars to her, and she filled one after another. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There are not any more, he, he, he replied. And, and then the olive oil stopped flowing. You know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, we are like common jars of clay car- carrying this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of his power will be seen as God's, not ours. You know, we, the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels, Right? We have this treasure. So it's like as we come and we get anointed with fresh oil, even daily, right? Even tonight. And we're going out after this. But it's like when did the, when did the oil, see, he told, the, the prophet said, go get as many as jars from all your neighbors, right? But so as she began to pour out the little that she had, after she poured, all of a sudden it filled the jar. But she kept pouring. And then another jar. And then she filled another jar. And the whole room filled full of jars. She just had just a little bit of oil. All of a sudden, multiplication took place. And these jars just began to fill up supernaturally with the oil. So as she began to pour, the multiplication took place. But when did the, when did the multiplication stop? When she, when she stopped pouring. So if we have this treasure in earthen vessels, we have this fresh oil. We've been anointed with oil. So how do we stay fresh and on fire? Freely we received, freely give. So as you take of your day and you say, Lord, today use my mouth, use my hands, and use my feet. Bring somebody across my path for me to minister to. Lord, anoint me to reach somebody's life today. Anoint me to touch somebody today. And as you begin to pour out from what you received from heaven, as you pour out, the Lord says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Have another drink. And you begin to pour out. And he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Have another drink. And that oil just begins to flow. And it comes from heaven. It comes in you, comes upon you to go. 
go through you. So every day, as you're at your school and your workplace, all over Fort Pierce, you have people full of Holy Ghost oil that are radical on fire, that are going to reach a lost and dying world, that are going to see this city shaken for the glory of God. If you're one of those people here tonight, come on, get on your feet. Give the Lord some praise tonight and say, yes, Lord, that's me. Send me. I will go. Hallelujah. Go ahead and just stay standing. Just for a minute. Whoo. Thank you, Lord. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs eleven twenty five, the generous will prosper and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. The Bible says in the book of Acts that times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. There's fresh oil in this place tonight. You don't have to live off of yesterday's oil. There's fresh oil for you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You don't have to, to live off of the, the religion and, and tradition, the stale oil of religion and tradition. No. There's fresh oil. There's new wine from heaven tonight. And it's like that song says, Oh, the glory is here. Oh, God's glory is here. I can feel His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. So whatever you may need, you just reach out and receive and say it's mine. I'll take it now. Just take it right now. I'm just so glad to be a part of the family. No matter what you're going through, I got you and you got me too. What's up with the family?